Well, you know, I wanted um, this episode, and I really I wanted every episode to begin with you playing um, on the guitar that song that that song that goes one thousand miles. Yes, just that part on a guitar. I could learn it. Um, so uh, this this episode is not going to have that intro because I'm too tired, and I hate my fans. And I hate Tim. That's okay. And I hate my life. That's okay, too. <laughs> I mean, if you liked your life, you wouldn't be here. That's true. I wouldn't be a podcaster if I loved life. Exactly. Isn't that right, Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Joe Rogan. And yet I've seen it, you know, it's everybody's just putting the, the video segments on Twitter. I kid, I kid. I listen to Joe's podcast. Oh. Um. Now this is, this is just a warming up. Because you have to warm up before you do anything creative, and that's yeah. our real passion. And so we're just warming up. There's no pressure to be funny or anything, so don't worry. I mean, I'm the one who shouldn't have to worry. Uh, yeah, that's the right attitude. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I. All right, guys. I've worked at seven in the morning today. I partied until one thirty in the morning last night. Got home at two. Didn't go to sleep until 2.30, so how many hours of sleep does that leave us? Oh, I wasn't listening. Okay. 2.30 to what? What did you wake up, 6? <laughs> I'm supposed to wake up at 6. I woke up at 6.30. Oh, okay. Well, so uh, four hours. Four hours. Ah, I've done worse. Oh, there was one time I uh, worked on two hours of sleep. Fun fact, Tim was there. I think I remember. I was like, full disclaimer, Tim, I'm still drunk. <laughs> and Mr. Nice Tim was like, okay, well, do you want to like just make drinks? <laughs> I'll talk to the customers. I'm like, yeah, I do. It sounded like uh, I knew uh, I knew just what to do in that situation. I handled it well. Hi, Marks. Hi, Marks for me. I, um, I, d- <laughs> I didn't... Uh... I didn't. I honestly, I wanted Tim to do both. He could have cuckled me out of working that day. <laughs> but, you just lying on the floor. Yeah, I would have been down, but you know, I can't do that to Tim. Thank you. Yeah. What is okay? Oh, so last night was karaoke night at the Blackthorn. If you guys are listening, uh. If you guys are listening who are San Franciscans, probably everybody who's listening, because I don't think uh, we have an audience outside of San Francisco. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Blackthorn Bar. So I, what, what happened? I went to the Blackthorn Bar that is on 11th and Irving, or 10th and Irving, whatever the fuck. Um, it was karaoke night. Always a fun place to go to. I recommend it every Tuesday. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, I sing my ass off. Uh, What'd you sing? Some uh, some uh, Electric sing- Avenue. That's what. I, that's my go-to. Electric Avenue. <laughs> Damn, that's such a fun song. Exactly. I, would, I wouldn't think of. I don't know what you would karaoke. I've never been karaokeing with you before. Um, I've got a list. What did I karaoke? I started off with uh, Blondie. Don't leave me hanging. 
singing on a telephone. That was uh, that was my first song. Then my second song was uh, was uh, oh, it was kind of weird. I jumped to Pink Floyd. <laughs> no, I like jumps. Uh, you need to jump during karaoke because it's like me. You can't sing two David Byrne songs in a row. People just cut you off. I don't even know who David Byrne is. Oh, I'll show you. I have uh, some literature right here. Oh, bust it out. What are you doing? No, I got nothing. I got my uh, list of karaoke songs. Okay. Shoot. Let's see. It's, it's, I feel like it's mostly 80s. So, Young Americans, I mean, you know, not 80s, whatever. Ease on down the road from The Wiz, a Michael Jackson song. Do you go in blackface when you uh, when you do it? Well, that, for any karaoke, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just my karaoke face. Yeah, come on, guys. Um, somebody to love, uh, Jefferson Airplane. There, San Francisco, right? And if you want somebody to love, <laughs> exactly. Sing it better than um, Mr. Jim Carrey himself. No, did he sing that in Yeah, Cable he did. Guide? Okay. Just making sure. Hashtag um, 90s kids. Uh, wild Boys, which I've written as Wild Boars. That's a joke from another podcast. It's, you know, Wild Boys, something, something. I don't wild know that boys. song. I bet you do. I mean, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, oh, they did a James Bond theme song. I'll think of it. Um... I only know Austin Powers. Of course. I got Heroes and Villains from the Beach Boys. Live and Let Die from Paul McCartney and James Bond. There's the connection. Oh, you do uh, the Paul McCartney version? Oh, yes. What is it? The famous uh, grammar of... What is it? Oh, God. It's the worst sentence in music. But in this ever-changing world in which we live in, makes you... Giving a cry. Babushka. Mm. She blinded me with science. I got, I got like two Peter Gabriel songs in here. Spinning Wheel. What goes up must oh. come down. I thought you were talking about... Never mind. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Spinning Wheel by this uh, 80s band called Love Hate. I was oh. like, if I was a stripper, I'd probably strip to that song. Uh... Is there a lot of crossover between uh, stripping songs and karaoke songs? I think we've got to investigate this. You know what? I think I have a business idea now. Ooh. Scary Stripoki. I don't know. I, I, I'll come back to you on the name. Hey, remember, it's just warm-ups. Hey. No. It's one take. I'm, they don't call me one take, James. For, uh, for no reason. Reminds me of Boogie Nights. Last thing on my list is just making flippy floppy because, of course, it all comes back to David Byrne. Um, Everybody, get in line. Okay. Um, what do I karaoke? I karaoke uh, "My Shadow" by Frank Sinatra. I karaoke "China Girl" by David Bowie. I karaoke "One in a Million" by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, <laughs> just like fucking super offensive songs, <laughs> super like problematic songs to karaoke. 
Uh, because I don't karaoke, I mean. Um... I don't know. Is China Girl problematic? Probably. Well, you just told me that it's uh, it's a video entirely shot in Japan, but it's <laughs> yeah. clearly... I think that's what you'd call... um, No. Games call it ludo-narrative dissonance, I guess. Whatever you call it. What? Oh, 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 little China girl. Do you know what's really funny? Mm-hmm. Bowie didn't even write that song. Who did? Iggy Pop. Oh, that's nice. I don't know much about any of these big guys. I just don't. I I was never interested in, like, I don't know, all of the big rock star type characters. I just, I don't even listen to Disney music. You only listen to Disney music? I don't know. I didn't listen to any music. I listened to, uh, you know, KFRC, oldies. I just didn't care. Tim, the original hipster. Hey, I just uh, didn't really care about all that shit, you know? You know, I just drink my kombucha. I ride my fixie. I, uh... I, you know, I pretend to be... I'm a... I pretend to be a male feminist. Just to get into, uh... Some pants. <laughs> oh, San Francisco. Well, I got, you know, uh, I I came prepared, even though, of course, there's no pressure. There's no pressure uh, on us at all. We're just warming up. But I did come prepare with with some things. Now, you are a fan of metal. You're a fan of heavy metal. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, even if you're not, (laughs) you know that uh, heavy metal is very popular in uh, two countries that I love, uh, Finland and Japan. And a third country, just for fun, Canada. So I thought I'd read you some metal lyrics, and you could guess uh, what uh, country the band is from. Finland, Canada, or Japan. Mm-hmm. Our voices shall remain. Across the silence we carry a noise. Close the lid, conceal the time, let us hide. An empty space is below the mind. Our voices shall remain, a broken glissando. Melancholy zest, a living room burial. We can make it through death, flow with rivers beneath consciousness. Our shadows extend into the outer spheres. Our voices shall remain, because the signal merge with the noise. Unfold the wings, light up the skies. Beneath breathing disappearance, we move towards the other lights. Our voices shall remain. Japan. Let's see, let's see. Finland. This one you'll like. This one's easy. This is an easy one. I'm proud to be a Canadian. Pass me another beer. I'm proud to be a Canadian. Hold my seat while I take a piss. Our prime minister sucks dog shit through his nose. His ex-wife gets brown showers from Mick Jagger. The only reason we live in fucking igloos is our government makes a living licking shitholes. I'm proud to be a Canadian. Pass me another welfare check. I'm proud to be a Canadian. Hold my seat while I go out and cash it. I'm proud to be a Canadian. Pass me another Eskimo. I'm proud to be a Canadian. Hold my seat while I fuck her up the asshole. Not take little abortions? I don't think so. It's fuck the facts. I just googled these bands. I don't know if they're popular at all. Take little abortions is, uh, they're not necessarily a metal band. They're, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. They crossed over to thrash metal, but they started off as a punk band. Yeah, crossover appeal. Um, they got a song that goes, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, 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 
But I feel like I might just fucking die. Like <laughs> the sucks called a. I just can't say no. Two drugs. <laughs> oh, memories. Powerful hook. I know. Um, Dago abortion's awesome. They got another song called "Acting Like Black Sabbath." Uh, but um, and do they? Do they act like Black Sabbath? Well, the song is just making fun of bands that do make... Because, uh, you know, it's hard to not fucking sound like Black Sabbath. They're so original. Hmm. I got one last one for you here. Uh. This one's called Standing Sex. Lucy in the Sky. I'm Whiskey Frisky. Lady Jane, Mary Jane, drive me rocked out. No pain, no delight, get me dry high. Number 24, I need X. Stand up, fuck up, show no mercy like a lunacy. Kick off, fuck off, I'm getting in the countdown. Mary, Mary, kiss me, Mary, why do you have to be ripe? Give me, give me, give me rainy dreams, till they kill me away, lights up. Slash, slash, let me slash, boredom, tasteless life. Get me, get me, get me out of the world, cause I'm crying for rainy roses. Lucy in the sky, get you upright. Crime of visual shock, you are X. Stand up, fuck up. Show no mercy like my jealousy. Kick off, fuck off. I'm getting in the countdown. Marry, marry, kiss me, hurry. Why do you have to be ripe? Give me, give me, give me rainy dreams, till they kill me away, lights up. Marry, marry, kill me, Mary. Can't you set me free? Lady, la lady, are you ready to go? Why do you have to be laying down? A song about standing sex. I'm gonna guess that's Japan. You're right. Because you already did Finland and Canada. <laughs> Shouldn't have given that away, but I've got I got more than those three. It could have been could have been from uh, any country. Okay. Uh you know what? I wanna read off lyrics, uh Please do. To Um Okay. Uh, now, you guess if this is Finnish, J Japanese, or Canadian. Mm-hmm. Working on the edge, losing my self-respect for a man who proceeds over me, the principles of his creed. Punch in, punch out, eight hours, five days a week. Sweet pain and agony. On Friday, I'll get paid. The Saint No Picnic. The Saint No Picnic. The Saint No Picnic. Hey, mister, look down on me for what I believe. I got my bills and the rent. I should go pitch a tent. But this land ain't free. So I'll work my youth away in the place of the, a machine. I refuse to be a slave. This ain't no picnic. Well, tents, tents make me think Canada. I'm gonna say Canada. Wrong. Okay, who made it? United States. Okay, so I had, uh, I had the wrong uh, options there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you won fair and square. Oh yeah, okay, 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 okay. Who wrote it? A uh, band called The Minutemen. Ah, oh, Minutemen. You've mentioned them before. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to do punk lyrics. 
And you're going to guess if it's from the United States or England. Okay. If I hear any, you know, uh, rhyming slang, I'll, I'll have a, a good chance. Okay. The, him dropping his phone on the table isn't going to, you know, play so well in audio form. <laughs> Fucking called me out. <laughs> you don't know if that's me. <laughs> You're right, it could have been me covering my ass. Okay, okay. I thought you said this is a warm-up. Yeah, yeah, just a warm-up. So don't worry about it. All right. Um... Um, rats and time flies. Wait, nope, never mind. Okay. In the silence of a grave, in the world words of someone's hero, a blue television screen, words don't mean anything. In this word factory, replacement parts are free. Pictures of failed ideas only took me 15 years. All your words cannot describe the attitudes that lie inside. Subculture killed at birth, got bored, and slowly died. In the silence of a graveyard, someone's talking to himself. Oh, what a letdown. Oh, what a posh letdown. Boy, you know, I was leaning towards uh, USA because uh, of a few of the words that you try to imagine it with a British accent. It doesn't work. But you know what? Posh has to be British. It's British. Yeah. Okay. It's the subhumans. It's the British subhumans. So uh, they actually sing it like, In a silence of a grave In the worlds of someone's hero A blue television screen Words don't mean anything so that song is about, um, it's about, uh, basically, um, just, uh, like, it's basically about, like, peaceful protesting not getting you anywhere in life. Oh. <laughs> like, it's just saying, like, peace just doesn't do anything. They would know they're British. Hmm. Okay. I saw, this is uh, just a little on topic, Second City TV, there was a sketch with um, Eugene Levy, uh, Martin Short, and they're a punk band. They're like a fake English punk band, and they're singing about something like drowning the queen off the Argentine, and I was surprised they could get away with that, because, I mean, Canadians are still subjects of, you know, England in some, yeah, whatever, but if they're still, maybe that's why they escaped to America. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you guys didn't hear that. Mm-mm. Um. I think that the Queen of England is my favorite Snapchat bay. What emojis does she use most often? Like the um, crown. The crown. The um, crown. The dog. The dog. The gun. The the gun. The uh Well no, they're England. They can't use the gun emoji anymore. Mm. Um She uses the uh European flag and like a uh, knife or something. Yes. Uh I don't know what emoji is for the uh 
the death squads uh, for to be sent to Northern Ireland. Irish flag and a winky face. <laughs> yeah. And the skull crossbones. Uh, I saw this meme. Um, here, I'm going to just read it from my phone. Uh, like a fucking asshole. Oh, this will be good. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Interviewed as a swimming instructor the other day. They asked me what my favorite stroke is. Apparently the one that killed Margaret Thatcher isn't the answer they were looking for. <laughs> Solid. I, I give it, high, you know, 8 out of 10. Now, I love Margaret Thatcher as much as the next guy. What do you love about her? Um, I love... You know, I love uh, her resentment towards Irish people. Of course. I love her um, categorizing uh, um, the skinhead movement as a, as a hate group. Um, and thus they became a hate group. Yes. And thus America adapted it. And they became... So, for those of you who don't know, uh, the skinhead movement started back, I would say probably in like, well, I guess it started, it got popularized in England in the 70s, but it it started before that. Um, But for this sake, we'll just say the 70s. It's about, um, it was, you know, a lot of people who listen to punk rock or just rock and roll in general, or even like ska or reggae tend to have long hair. But a lot of them worked, uh, were factory workers or like, uh, construction workers. So they couldn't really have, um, super duper long hair. Um, because you know, they could get caught in equipment and they could die. So they just fucking shaved it off. And that was the skinhead movement. Um, too was... many funerals. Too many funerals where they were just playing ska, walking down with the casket. Exactly. And everyone with long hair is like, you know, maybe we should do something about this. The the two tone movement came out of blood of the working class. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's um, how it got its start. Um, Thatcher, fucking. Plugged it as a some sort of hate group, and then that's when people were like, "Oh yeah, let's make it into a hate group." Hmm. Let's prove that you're right. I don't know. I don't know exactly when the jump was from working class movement to fucking neo Nazi uh, movement. Well, you know, these things they just get passed around like batons. Yeah. Um. Neo-Nazis apparently now are trying to also take, um, that, um, that... The hand symbol? Yeah, the the middle school hand symbol mm-hmm. for the people would call, uh, people would call you a ball gazer, right? <laughs> if you, if they put their hand on their thigh and just be like, hey dude, what's up? Um, trying to nonchalantly give, uh... Get you to glance down. Yeah, glance down at their crotch area 
and they'd have that symbol that looks like just like the okay symbol basically um sad thing is i've seen artists do like uh you know circa 2016 2017 i've seen artists do like you know jokes and stuff i've seen like i'm remembering specifically like a black girl artist just doing a little joke like it's a gif where it looks like it's a picture of her then it goes down and she's doing the symbol and then she has a face like i got you and now it's like Oh, now yeah. your gift is a white power analogy. Ah! And it's crazy, because, like, dude, why do Nazis have to ruin everything? Well, we've been asking that for a few years now. Um, yeah, we have. You know, I'm thinking to myself, maybe, um... What can we take back from the Nazis? <laughs> I mean, nothing can go wrong with a sentiment like that, I think. Yeah. What can we take back? Boots? Um, uh, Red laces? Yeah. The, uh, you know, the Buddhist swastika. Just start yeah. rocking that. Yeah. It's... If I come to work wearing a Buddhist swastika, you'll have my back, won't you? <laughs> I show up to a punk show with the Buddhist swastika. I'm like, hey, dude, I saw it just... Boom! <laughs> the band on stage is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, is that the Nazi thing or the Buddhist thing? You're like, no one can hear you because you're... You're like, on the mic again. All right, okay, guys, it's a Buddhist thing, okay? So just back off, okay? Okay. Uh, the punk scene. What punk scene, am I right? <laughs> uh, I, um... I don't know, guys. Uh, I need a drink. I need to reevaluate some things in my life. Uh, I need to just stop playing video games and no, and podcasting about Nazis. No, and, come on. You, well, you got to play video games at least. You know, your your money in the bank for me. Uh, I feel like a whore. Well, I don't care what you feel like. <laughs> Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> yeah, I fucking libtard. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm hungry. I'm cold. I haven't seen my family in two weeks. He keeps them locked up. up in his basement. Shut up. He says, if you ever want to see them again, we have to reach at least one million subscribers. Come on, it shouldn't be that hard. I'm doing all the SEO shit I can think of. It's hard, damn you. I put PewDiePie in all of my uh, my tags. Oh, well, I mean, I think people already think, uh, people already question how much we talk about uh, white supremacy on this channel, and adding PewDiePie to it, I don't think helps it at all. Okay, well, pivot. <laughs> I'll just uh, use all the tags that, like, these baby videos use. I'll tag us Baby Shark and, like, I don't know, Johnny Johnny Yes Papa. I'm Baby Shark. It's my stage name. And with that, we're going to take a little break and give you some uh, good news about Audible.com. James. I'm looking at a picture of Baby James. No, it was a high school James. Oh, dream. high school James. <laughs> in so the, skinny! In the aviators? Yeah, this is, I was 16. Very nice. And I was... Hi, as a mo fucker. I think I was on acid too, hence hmm. the dirt face. Oh, and your uh, your little Facebook background is every villain <laughs> is, is lemons. lemons. 
Yeah. Otherwise known as evil. <laughs> I think that should be the logo of this podcast is the talking newsfish. Oh, yeah. Live action newsfish? Yes. I was flabbergasted when they replaced him with the fucking animated newsfish. I don't, I mean, like, what, in the movie? Like, was there, was there just Yeah, like, he came past the movie, too. Oh, uh, okay. I was fine with it in the movie, because I was like, okay, well, it's the movie. Do you know what I was not fine with? Sandy being in it for, like, an accumulative three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they had to make some hard choices. Maybe the actress was just like, you know, well, maybe she's not in the right guild. Oh, she's not in fact. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, because I made that mistake once. <laughs> yeah, I, you did. I wanted to say Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, no one was listening. Oh, thank God. No one's listening to this either. <laughs> That's true. Okay, but here's this is uh, probably do a, an upload on YouTube with static art for the whole the whole length of the video. But uh, speaking of YouTube, here's just uh, something I've been looking up because now you know YouTube. You can't really search. You can't excuse you. You can't really search very advanced uh, filters. And I was trying to find the longest, most exhaustive, egregious uh, reviews uh, for games. And now, uh, looking at a few of these, an hour and 28 minutes, this is um, a Deus Ex review. I figured, I tried to find keywords, games that I figured people could be the most spurgy and verbose about. Deus Ex came to mind. Now, an hour and 28 minutes, that's not all that bad. This is, uh, I don't want to embarrass anybody. This is Mad Cyborg 2552 Reviews, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, the only you know, thing that stands out about this is that, you know, not a lot of views. An hour and 28 minutes for not a lot of views. They, you know, we're basically doing the same thing. Yeah, he's probably got twice as many viewers as we do. You know what? I bet he has more than twice as much. <laughs> Fallout 3 is garbage, and here's why. An hour and 29 minutes. Ooh, Fallout, what a hot take. Yeah. Fallout 3 is better than you think. An hour and 54 minutes. Super Mario Odyssey, it's no masterpiece. Now, Joseph Anderson, I haven't, maybe I've watched one of his videos. I've never, I don't, I wouldn't know it if I saw it. But he does a lot of these long-ass videos. He's probably on this list a few times. And you're not going to see this, uh, it's no masterpiece. You're going to see that line by someone else. We got Baldur's Gate, two hours. Critique of Neo, two hours. Not Neo from The Matrix, but Neo, the samurai whatever game. Fallout 4, one year later. Fallout 46 review, most disappointing game of 2018, 2 hours and 35 minutes. I like his little avatar. Should we get avatars like that? Little furries? Little uh, fursonas? Uh, I was about to say, what What would be our fursonas? Oh boy. Could Henry Rollins be my fursona? I <laughs> think I could rock a raccoon fursona or a Sheba fursona. I'll get a fucking full-on suit of Henry Rollins. It's like just a fluffy Henry Rollins. Yeah, it's a fluffy Henry Rollins. He's my persona. From under the mask. <laughs> I, Tim only knows bla the Black Flag songs that I sing at work. Exactly. And yet, I think I've listened to a full interview with Henry Rollins on like Pete Holmes' podcast or something years ago. He seemed like a nice guy. What he wants to be. <laughs> I mean, when he's fucking sober. <laughs> Which is all the time. <laughs> Henry Rollins. Is... If I knew a thing about Henry Rollins, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a straight edge guy. <laughs> he's dabbled in drugs, but he's not like 
And he said, no, thank you. Yeah. Which, to be fair, that's me. I mean, no, um, I haven't dabbled in drugs. I just said, no, thank you. Uh, the guys in Black Flag were just like, don't be a pussy. Take some acid, man. You'd be a lot cooler. Which is really funny and ironic because they kicked their first singer out, Keith Morris, because... All he did was dabble in drugs. <laughs> that feels like there's a name for that sort of relationship. It's like you 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 know you need them. You're codependent on someone like that. Yeah. They're just like, come on, I, like you got to make up your minds, Black Flag. <laughs> I don't know what they want. Okay, there's only a few left. There's only a few left. Um, Spoonie reviewing Final Fantasy VIII. Now there's two videos. I, I left off one. This is the full uncensored review. Two hours and forty two minutes. Uncensored. Uncensored. Whoa, parental advisory, (laughs) please. Um, Joseph Anderson again about Fallout 76. This is not his only video about Fallout 76 that goes longer than two hours. Two hours, 57 minutes. God of War, almost a masterpiece. Which one? Uh, The last one with the little boy, his son. That's this fucking... That game was just... Fucking, um. He'll think of it. What is the name of that game? What was Naughty Dog? Came out four years ago. And it also had like a companion? Yep. Okay, okay, we'll think of it. We'll think of it. The Last of Us. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't help that, you know. Both um, God of War and Last of Us are just like Sony exclusive games. Yeah, I guess maybe it's a memo. When one of them is successful, it's like, hey, maybe consider incorporating a parental relationship into your next game. Hey, do you know what? Oh, damn it. I was going to say, do you know what a Sony game that came out a year ago that was good that didn't have a parental relationship, but it did... Uh, Detroit, being human, that was that had a wonderful storyline. And normally, those games, I don't know the name of the devs. Um, French uh, Quantic Dream. David Qu- Cage is the man behind pretty much every Quantic Dream game. And uh, I think the more you read into David Cage, I think the less you'll like him. I'm yeah, no, 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 no. I heard. <laughs> He's like, I need titties in my game. <laughs> He's like... Titties, titties. <laughs> His French, but I'm just like paging him as like the fucking most American guy. Um, yeah, Alan Page doesn't like him because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to see some Alan Page titties in one of his video games. Beyond Two Souls, we yeah. could play that next. Oh, I thought it was called Beyond Two Holes. You know what? <laughs> I stand corrected. Oh wait, what? What game did I play? <laughs> anyway, um. Okay, but the newest one, Detroit Being Human, um, is multiple stories. Long story short, you play as AI and you try to feel bad for them, and then they're just like, you get to choose. I I don't want to get into the storyline, but one of the stories is has a parental figure, and I forgot about it. It's not the entire storyline, but it is one of them. A facet of a multifaceted game. Quantum Dreams, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, beyond two holes, you got to play Zone Page for like the whole game. Um, and you get a, a, a strong relationship 
with our hero and friend of the show, um, Will Defoe. I was going to say Norman Osborn, but I couldn't remember his the name same, fast enough. Same person. Harry. Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta use your powers, Ellen Page. You gotta avenge me. You little bitch. <laughs> He's our hero. Um, I don't know why we make so many references to the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. They're a touchstone of our childhood. They touched my stones as a child. I'll tell you that much for sure. And we love Toby too. Toby second rate. Well, I don't agree with that, but you know. No, 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 no. Willem died in the first movie, yet they brought him back for the sequel and then the following sequel. <laughs> I mean, okay, second rate to Willem, but <laughs> I will always stand for Toby. Yeah, but if if the roles were reversed, if Toby died in the first movie... Oh, we just have a new Spider-Man. They, we would just have a new Spider-Man. Miles Morales would be coming early. And it would, yeah, yeah, predate Ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'd have to well, wait Well, Ultimate, Ultimate was still a comic book, but... No, Miles. Yeah. This, yeah, during this time, Peter Parker was alive in Ultimate Spider-Man. I remember in... When did Peter Parker die? I want to say 2012. Um, that sounds about Yeah, I, I, I was reading those issues, and... As a 17-year-old, well, I mean, comics came second. I was doing drugs and trying to get into people's pants at that point. But it's a close second. But, yeah, I remember reading that issue, and I thought to myself, wow, this is really it. This is, like, seals the deal on my childhood. I grew up on Ultimate Spider-Man. And then, one year later, baby, (laughs) Miles Morales comes in. And I was like, "Ah, oh, Brian Michael Bendis, you have no spine. Now, I was reading about some dumb, what do you call it, uh, issue, what do you call it, a one-off, where it's um, sort of the source of Spider-Man, colon, Enter the Spider-Verse. Now, this yeah. this is a comic called Spider-Geddon. Have you uh, partaken oh, of this? Oh, shit. Oh, you'll be okay. It's just it's just the power to my mm. laptop. It's just the only thing keeping this this thing going. This boat afloat. Yeah. Spider Geddon. I mean, have you even is that even a thing anybody read? Spider Geddon. It was just this the idea of Spider Men from multiple universes joining forces for some reason or another. So I have read um the Amazing Spider-Man issues where uh, multiverse theory comes into play. Also, I don't know if anyone's familiar with... Because um, back then, that was um, with multiverse Spider-Man. That was when... Um, what's her fucking name? Came into play. Gwen Stacy? No! Madam Spider! Ah. Uh, um, I remember her from the cartoon. Yeah, I was about to say. She wasn't as prominent, like, prevalent as, like, a fucking character in the comics. But they made her a big character in the cartoon. <laughs> I think that's how the cartoon ended, was with the multiverse, um, 
with uh, Spider-Man Multiverse because I remember on the last days of the cartoon, Spider-Man let met Stan Lee in like one of the last episodes. Well, I mean, I have only seen reruns of the cartoon and never paid it much mind. No, no, you know, we're, I, we're different people. I know. I but thought I've that seen, show like it was nobody's business. That's a, and that's we're all allowed to like different things. Spider-Man. Um, but the point I was trying to make was that I think I've seen those. Those last episodes with Madam Spider. I have seen those. No, she's through the show like... She just comes through the show a lot. but she She's did. the through line of Spider-Man 1999, I'm going to call it. No. 96? 94 is when that show came oh. out. I guess I could see that. And I think it lasts until like 03. Oh. Because that same year... MTV. Spar- yeah. The new... Uh, it was like called like the new Amazing Spider-Man. Do you know what I would have loved? If it was spelled N-U. Because <laughs> it was in 2003. But that was not... It, that was, it was spelled N-E-W. It wasn't in the cards. It wasn't meant yeah. to be. That would have been such a fucking delight if the show was called The News Spider-Man. Um, that was uh, NPH Spider-Man. Neil Nobody, Patrick Harris? Yeah, he was Peter Parker. Oh, with the terrible 3D animation. They were like, this is 2003. <laughs> There was a CGI uh, Starship Troopers, a CGI Starship Troopers show, if I'm not mistaken, that I've never seen. But it's uh, it's in the history books, and I think it probably hasn't stood the test of times. Now we're both just on our phones. You know, let me just finish <laughs> up with um, with my list here. So we've got a thorough look at Neverwinter Nights, 3 hours, oh. 11 minutes. Sorry we uh, traveled off into Spider-Man. No, it's good. It's it's okay. Thank you. Metal Gear Solid 4 was a mistake. 3 hours and 26 minutes. Fuck. Wait, Metal Gear... Wait, what? Metal Gear Solid 4 was a mistake. I've never played Metal Gear Solid 4. I've played one Metal Gear Solid game. Which one? Uh, was the fucking PS1? last one. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. I played one for the PS2 as well. So three, maybe. The one in the 60s? I don't know, dude. Full disclaimer, I was more of a Siphon Filter guy. That's okay. You, We gotta play Siphon Filter, then. We'll play that and Metal Gear Solid. They're the same game. <laughs> um, it makes things easy then. No, the first okay, the first Siphon Filter game was not that great. At least the first few levels weren't. Second one was awesome. Third one was pretty cool too. Fourth one was fun. And then I think there aren't any more Siphon yeah. Filter games. I'm pretty sure they called it they called it quits after the fourth yeah. one. They're like, this game doesn't make any money. <laughs> Wait, everyone, stop! This game isn't making any money. Yeah. Come on, guys. Let's be real. Snake Pliskin's, uh... Oh, wait. <laughs> Solid Snake is, uh... Racket in all the dough. Escape from L.A. Something else to watch. I've already seen Escape from L.A., but I'll gladly watch it again. Well, thank you, because I've never seen it. We get to see Snake's 
Catch some waves, dude. We got to see him hang Ted with Steve Buscemi, brother. I've seen that. I mean, like 10 years ago, someone linked it, and I was like, got to see this movie. Yeah, I've seen Escape from New York and L.A. and I've seen New York, at the least. I got to say, New York's the better one, but that's because Donald Pleasance is in Escape from New York. Now, I wouldn't have known that name unless you, because... I know he's the the president or the mayor or whatever, but he's also um, Texas. Sam Lewis. What? what? Not Texas Chainsaw Massacre is what I was going to say, <laughs> but Halloween. He is Sam Loomis from Halloween. Yes. Um, now, fun fact out there. There's a conspiracy theory that Sam Loomis from Halloween is also... Sam Loomis from Psycho. Um, apparently, after Norman Bates' 86th, Sam Loomis's a, a then girlfriend, he decided to become a psychiatrist and try to help the mentally unstable. I don't know. I don't know. Crazy people. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, Carpenter is a really Really big fan of Hitchcock. Of Hitchcock, which is funny because Hitchcock. You want to talk about directors who are not the greatest of people? <laughs> That's been coming out, yeah. That's been out for a while. People, <laughs> he's just been dead for a fucking long while. So like, who cares? <laughs> we can't ruin his career. He's dead. That's good. I mean, it's good when you wait till they're dead before you ruin their career. In my opinion. I.E. Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, that's what I tell people. I say, look, hey, wait till they're dead. Why Why make life hard for these poor people? Yeah, these poor millionaires. <laughs> Billionaires. No, Hitchcock was a millionaire. Huh. I don't think... Very few people had a billion dollars back then. Mm-mm. And I'm pretty sure Hitchcock was... Oh, I doubt one it. one of them. Um, richest man on earth still Carlos Slim I'm gonna look this up I'm pretty sure it's Gates at this point maybe yeah well Carlos Slim always led by a wide margin from what I remember blah blah, blah. 2013 at least it says his net worth is 64 billion dollars what makes me want to kill him? Well, he probably has the money to, uh, you know, nip that in the bud, so... I know, dude. If we just 86 him and redistributed that wealth to the country of Mexico... I mean, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> he is not the richest anymore. He is the fifth richest. Okay, let's find out who's... Well, Carlos, you get to leave to... You get to... Bezos is probably number one, actually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 2019, you're absolutely right. Bezos. Gates is number you've, two. You've got the uh, good sense for, you know, who's who's on top here. Yeah, because I want to kill all these people. I mean, oh, did I say that out loud? You know, we, uh, you want to kiss all these people. That's... I want to hug and kiss all these people. I'm just stealing a joke, but... To death. Bezos for Bezos. <laughs>
So there's this article about Bezos and his divorce um, not too long ago. I haven't been following that, but um, go uh, on. But someone commented on it. Uh, there's... Fuck. It's okay. Okay. Uh, uh, um, he was like... There's not a single union that uh, Bezos can't destroy. <laughs> Something like that. Which is funny, because uh, a lot of people who work for Amazon in Spain have uh, tried to protest because, you know, people have, like, reported that they've, like, pissed themselves on the job because they can't go and take breaks People have passed out because they go can't go and take breaks. People could barely afford the rent. Fucking, how do you think Bezos is so rich? He basically just runs sweatshops. Yeah, I don't know if you can really get rich uh, doing the ethical thing. My Some of my girlfriend's uh, brothers, or at least one, they worked... Um, they work in sweatshops? Well, at an Amazon uh, <laughs> facility. <laughs> they work at an Amazon sweatshop? Yeah, I think, maybe not anymore, but I don't think I ever heard good things about it. Fuck, dude. That's one of the reasons. See, I'd like to try out comic comicsology, but uh, it's just more money for Amazon. So I just, I just don't know if I can. No junk food, just earth the goods. I ate weird berries in the woods. Now I'm seeing colors. I'm getting higher. I think I'll start. A forest fire! It's, uh... It's, uh... There's the opening to Dead Kennedy song. Called Forest Fire. And you can buy it. With this Amazon link in the description. <laughs> yeah! You can buy the Dead Kennedy song! Oh, man. Ugh. Jello. <clears throat> what are you doing with your life? You know, I fucking hate uh, Jeff Bezos... But I'm really disappointed in Jello Biafra because Blaster heard he was suing the dead Kennedys due to a uh, due to like copyright issues, and I'm like, Jello, that's not very punk rock of you. <laughs> that's not very dead Kennedys of you, Jello. From a fucking guy who has the song written, "Let's Lynch the Landlord." Um, Jello's my hero growing up. Um, These punk rock guys, I mean, do they uh, often grow up to be a little more uh, industry aware? Um, It all depends on who we're talking about. Like uh, Greg Ginn of Black Flag. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you know how much money he's fucking raking in from Black Flag merch? How many, how many hipster chicks do you see with black flag crop tops walking down the street and they don't even know who the fuck black flag is? And I'm not hating on them because of it, but it's just really funny that they're willing to spend, what, 30, 40, maybe even 50 bucks on the black flag t-shirt. Black flag, the punk band. <laughs> Same with the misfits in the, in the Crimson Skull. Um. Here, okay. Show me, show me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have probably seen this before. That's how my monologue begins. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this before. 
Uh, hold on, people. I'm showing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Misfits. It's a skull with eyes in it, and it's smiling. I'm going to describe, because um, this, if you're watching this in video form, you might be watching this in audio form. I'm just going to assume that there's uh, no accompanying visuals. And this is the Black Flag logo. You know, I don't see that so often. You probably see it more than me. Yeah, I do. Black Flag logo. Just a couple of boxes. It's a, it's a barcode. Oh, it's a barcode. It's supposed to be their take on a barcode. I don't know. I don't know what Black Flag is. Oh, excuse me. There are just four more videos here. Excuse me. Four, four more videos. more videos. <laughs> Tim is about to punch me in the fucking face. It's Ocarina of Time. I'm going to make you play that. But of course, the video, four hours and 16 minutes long, Ocarina of Time. It's no masterpiece. So just be aware when you're playing the game. Masterpiece? Perhaps not. Silent Hill 2. You'll, you might like this one. Silent Hill 2. Analysis. Full commentary. Four hours. Four hours and 42 minutes. What's these styling my hair over here. Wait a minute. I've listened to a little of this, so it's it's sort of like he recorded a playthrough, but honestly, he's reading from a script. It's just like a long audio commentary track all about the making of the game. We should plug him, but I don't know his channel name. Um, It's a little anti-Semitic. I don't know if we should say it on here. Oh, I always... <laughs> that's, that's always my problem. I'm always finding these channels. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Aesir Aesthetics. That's an Instagram name if I ever heard one. Um, this one's a retrospective, uh, I feel like, but still. At 4 hours and 57 minutes, The Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion Retrospective. There's a lot of Bethesda on this list. James is walking away, but I can keep talking. Then, finally. I'm still here. <laughs> I know how to project my voice. He does. I'm an actor, goddammit! And I'm I'm just an audience member. Finally, longest video. Seven hours, hey, it even says in the thumbnail, seven hour analysis. An exhaustive look at Pokemon Omega Ruby. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's Why a, not? He's a weeb! He's a weeb. <laughs> Why not Alpha Sapphire? I don't know. He only focused on one game. Seven hours and 15 minutes. When are we going to do a seven-hour review video? What would it be on? Um, G.G. Allen's discography? Yeah, we, I could get down with that. I'd have to listen to it. I'd have to stare into the abyss. Ass fucking, butt sucking, cunt licking, masturbation. With such classics like... <laughs> now that's what I call music. <laughs> that's what I call G.G. Allen. Kids Bop, G.G. Allen. Yep. Oh my god. I wanna fuck myself! I said I wanna fuck myself! <laughs> Only the hits. <laughs> Bite it, you scum! This <laughs> just shows a bunch of kids at a G.G. Allen concert. G.G. just <laughs> fucking punches one. Takes his pants off, fucking shits into his hand, fucking throws the shit at another kid, starts cutting himself on stage, 
shoots up heroin. 1995. But wait. <laughs> but wait, there's more. If you get this, you'll get a, a free copy of Kids Pop, the Mentors edition. What are the Mentors? What are the Mentors' biggest hit? Um. Okay, I gotta pull up the legs to this one. That's okay. <clears throat> Um, forgive me, people. I'm looking up lyrics. We could try to set audacity to to stop recording when there's silence. No. <clears throat> no, I want everybody to feel the awkwardness. They will. I'll um, make sure of it. Okay, I'm just going to play the song because, uh, because why not? Uh, El Duce can't sue us because he's dead. Ha 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 ha. I forgot the rule. You know, you can't you can't sue on behalf of a dead man or woman. The mentors. This is the mentors. In glorious HD sound. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> Go for that slut butt fuck ride. <laughs> Just lyrical geniuses, the mentors. We can only uh, uh, hope, hope to match what they've achieved. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> okay, I think you guys get it, but. Let me look something up. Ooh, nice album art. <laughs> Let me look something up. I think it, the next line is, And I'm not caring where I stick my penis in your asshole. Maybe you've heard of this guy, and I'm sorry if I'm uh, putting this in your YouTube history. Oh, it's fine. There's a well, there's way too much wrestling-related videos on my YouTube history. That's why I reluctantly give people my phone when they're on YouTube. They're just like, wow, what a mark. <laughs> now, this is uh, years ago. I remember listening to Wesley Willis. So I don't know if anyone ever confirmed that he was a man of um, limited limited ability. He was a tard. Well, you know, he might have just had Tourette's. Oh, is he Rock and Roll McDonald's? Maybe. Wait a minute. He is Rock and Roll McDonald's. One point five million views. So this is what you you got down to? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hit a different note there. Okay, what did I get down to when I was younger? Um, they're gonna copy strike us for sure. Well, Wesley Wells is still alive. Come on, dude, you yeah. gotta, you gotta, you gotta play music that is written by someone who is dead. Wasn't thinking. Yeah, how do you think Prince is on Spotify? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Everyone on Spotify is dead. It's true. It is true. Um. Um. Okay, this is this. Okay, you know what? Uh, that's enough. Uh, that's enough of you, Wesley Willis. Only so much we can take. Um, there's a band out there that I've been getting into recently called P.G. Allen. They are definitely not dead. They sound familiar. You've told me about a particular song. I want to hug myself. Yeah. <laughs> not to be confused with I want to fuck myself. Different. Very different. Yeah. And they're allowed to do that because G.G. Allen's dead. Yes, exactly. If G.G. Allen sued anybody over anything... That would make my fucking life. Uh, <laughs> um, very sad reading his biography, Born um, Jesus Christ Allen. Yeah, hey, you read like parts of his biography? I've read his Wikipedia article at least. Yeah, his name's Jesus Christ Allen. His parents are super fucking religious. Or at least his dad thought that the end times were coming or something. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's like an episode of, um, I can't think of a, well, like Hannibal, maybe, but, you know, just like an SVU thing, a dad that thinks, you know, the end of the world is coming and is an abusive father, and I don't know. Hey, that sounds like, um, sounds like me. Or American Horror Story. <laughs> or, um, that show with the, the kid runway, um. What's that fucking show? Um, a kid who runs away? No, no, the show on A and E. Um, the host is big lady. It's about um, about kids who are little girls and they're fucking fashion models, pageant moms. Oh, I okay. So you were saying Project Runway. And uh, that just didn't get through to me. <laughs> yeah, two different shows. Hmm. Same concept. Except with um, underage Except one, girls. I was about to say, one's a little less exploitive. Um, do you know what's really funny? Mm-hmm. The host of that show was on the Eric Andre show. Ah. Yes. Did she have much of an idea of what she was walking she... into? Thought she was going to be on Space Ghost, Ghost to Coast. Oh. Yeah. Very she, different shows. I know. She knew of the talk show on Adult Swim. She's like, oh, the animated one? <laughs> the one that's been off the air for a few years? <laughs> yeah, the one that's been off the air for almost 10 years. <laughs> um, yeah, she thought she was going to be on Space Ghost. Well, if someone told me I was going to be on Space Ghost, I would do just about anything. I don't know. I don't know what I'd rather be on. See, because, like, we're we're not exactly spring chickens anymore. We're still in our 20s, but, like, we're in the later years of the 20s. The autumn years of our 20s. So we... Winter, in my case. We grew up in an era of an adult swim that is different to adult swim now. In fact... 
I can't think of any live action shows. I mean, aside from ba- Space Ghost, but it was just the guests that were live action. I can't really think of any live action shows from Adult Swim. At the very least, I think there's still... Oh, well, you're right. Tim and Eric from yesteryear. Yeah, but Tim and Eric... Yeah! The, yeah, that's true. The only one. I remember there being generally... People didn't like them. It was the first live action Adult Swim thing. And I think people were not ready for that. They had a... No. What is it? Bob Odenkirk was kind of their their patron... And I think he's, you know, I think they got along, uh, I mean, I don't know. doesn't really matter what a bunch of middle school kids think of Tim and Eric, but at least they got enough, you know, positive response. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, Tim and Eric, wow, they just, par- they just do, they're just a parody of television. Hmm. They are a meme of television. They're just like... They, like, that's all they do is make fun of TV. Like, not just one thing in specific, but, like... Public access. Just kind of... What do you call it? People, amateurs. Amateurs making television. Yeah. But, I don't know. They they make fun of a lot of, uh... I don't know. I haven't watched a Tim and Eric episode in a while. Um... Tom goes to the mayor, though. They had that first. Yeah. It's probably their only, uh, the only reason Adult Swim trusted them to do their, like, uh, their first live-action series. I do remember the live-action episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Forest. Which I need to see. Yeah. I need to watch at least once. John Benjamin is shakes! <laughs> <laughs> John, let me do my, uh, yeah, uh, this is, uh, my crappy John Benjamin impression. Uh, it's uh, more like Coach McGurk than any any of the ones he's famous for. I'm sorry for unleashing that on the world, but I'm so proud. I when I'm drunk, I do impressions. Wait a minute, you just said it. It's his Coach McGurk. He doesn't yeah. change his voice for any of his. Well, there I think there are subtle differences. Okay, and do you know why I think that? Yeah. So people just can't replace him on things. That's a good point. That's uh, what Billy West said in an interview uh, for Futurama. Fry is Billy West's speaking voice. (laughs) (laughs) And you know that um, John Chris Belusi, long before, um, you know, recent events kind of uh, pushed him out of the spotlight, they didn't want to keep him around after season one of Ren and Stimpy. And Billy West just, you know, stepped up to bat to do uh, Ren's voice as well. So he was voicing both characters. No. So really an asset, I think, people. I think if that's one thing to take away from this, it's that uh, Billy West is uh, uh, the best asset you can have. I love Billy West is what I take away from this. That's the name of the podcast. Um, who? He's also a... Uh... Doug Funny. Oh, uh, yeah, he is Doug Funny. And Roger. Oh, but I was going to say, on uh, Futurama, he's also um, Zap Brannigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Care for some sham bagging? <laughs> Kiff, uh, I've made it with a woman. Inform the men. Sir, I don't think that's the best call for... <laughs> I can't do Kiff. <laughs> that's my Kiff. Oh, man, we should be Kiff and Zap Brannigan one year for Halloween. It could happen. I'd prefer to be sad. I don't want to dupe a uh, dupe dress. It's not even a suit. It's a 
It's a Shatner. It's a Shatner suit without pants. It's a tunic. <laughs> yeah, and if I am gonna be true to Zap, I have to go commando because mm-hmm. in the show he just not wear underwear. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> oh. oh, Futurama! What a shitty television show. Hot takes. Yeah. I fucking hate Futurama is the new name of this podcast. Hey, if you uh, have an opinion about that, you should uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Maybe follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Or follow me on Instagram. Or um, DM me and get my Christian Mingle account. I um, can't have sex until I'm married, but I could do butt stuff. And hey, he's uh, he can get a divorce. You know, marriage doesn't have to last more than a night. True, especially if we're in Vegas. Or Thailand. You got this figured out. <laughs> should, we, should we close it out? Well, how long have we been doing this for? More than an hour, I bet. More than an hour? Yeah. I don't think so. All right. Um, now I'm the captive. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't stop recording until we both agree. You know the rules. We yeah. both have to agree. I think I should do whatever the fuck I want. I you, viewers, send me your money. Or not. Yeah, you know, we're, <laughs> uh, we're not going to force you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, guys, I'm running on four hours of sleep. I was really hungover. You guys didn't get the best of me. Oh, I don't believe that. Oh. Uh, Tim thinks that this is the best of me, and I'm just terrible. No, I wouldn't say that. Tim, thank you for your honesty. Well, I'm nothing if I'm not honest. Honest Tim, that's what they call me. They call me Honest Tim. Wait a minute. What's that from? I don't know. (laughs) No, there's some Western video game where you meet a character named Honest Tom. I can't remember if it's Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead Redemption, or Gun. Yeah, it feels like there isn't a wide selection of uh, (laughs) Western video games. The only three Western video games I could think of. No! There was the Jesse Gate James rail shooter for the PlayStation 1 that I loved, but it was a rail shooter, so if you lost all your lives, you had to start from the beginning of the game. That really pissed me off. Hmm. Uh, kids these days, y'all don't even know. Hey, you know what I saw? You remember telling me about... Uh... Not Danger in Paradise, but the Hulk Hogan show where he's like on a yacht. Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise had a game. And I hate to plug another channel, but I was watching a little bit of it on uh, Cinemassacre. And um, I think it's an on-rail shooter. You can watch, you know, you watch a whole episode and there are breaks where you go on rails and just shoot quadrants like top, bottom, left, right. So I think we got to track this one down. What's Cinemassacre? Angry video game nerd. Oh, that guy. That's his parent company. No, it's just his bigger channel name. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's hot and all, but like... 
I mean, I'm not saying he's not hot. But would I would I pay the six ninety five to listen to his channel? If he did butt stuff, I guess. But um. <sighs> oh. And on that note. <laughs> and on that note, I'm Tim. And I'm James. And we are two months late on the rent. We're about to be evicted. We're going to be doing the next podcast live from your local Starbucks. Yeah, or at the John's house, you know, if they if they let us use an outlet. Or at my John's house, exactly. We love you. We love you. Don't forget that. Bye.